and welcome to Breakdowns and Breakthroughs. I just had a five-hour depression, but you know what? I feel really good right now. I'm feeling good. I've come to realize, yeah, I am meditating and I am doing a lot of good self-care practices and it's been working, so I'm really proud of myself. This week's episode is going to be talking about how I did not feel like a human being. This comes from a warm-up I wrote when I was in the 8th grade. I made my advanced art teacher cry and we just felt closer than ever before. I'm really glad she gave me a creative outlet and believed that I can do really good in this world. She truly believes that I'm selfless and that maybe one day I can create world peace. I know I can't do that alone and I know that a lot of my friends want to create world peace too and I really appreciate that. I don't want to fall back into other people's bad habits and I don't want them controlling me anymore. Narcissism and selfishness is real and it happens. Sometimes you can't control it. Sometimes people can. Sometimes people out manipulate you and I just have to keep trying my best. I know that rejecting certain things is therapy. Rejection therapy exists when you've been isolated for so long and you're brought up into this world thinking a certain way and then you just have something that clicks in your head that yeah I, I don't want to be a part of this anymore I want to listen to myself and see what I have to say about certain things and I guess people just stereotype you as the kooky person the hippie and I love hippies they're so nice and they're a political movement and they're I just love how they're unapologetically themselves. I know I don't have the perfect posture. I don't have all the answers. But when someone I respect says, hey, you're right, I think in my head, oh, I helped someone today. That was really nice of me. I self-reflect a lot. I've had pretty good coping mechanisms for the most part. And I've talked to professionals and they can confirm that I'm not a psychopath or a sociopath. I'm not what people have told me I am. I got diagnosed with ADD at a super young age. I've talked to people and they can confirm, yeah, you have an attention span disorder. But the people you grew up with had other tendencies and you might have kept up with them or you might have broken out of what they have told you to do. You always hold a glass of water and just try to have it just in case. You're the type of person to just keep holding it, drink a little for yourself, but if you're gonna share, it's gonna be evenly. So I guess I just naturally believe in equality and all these things. I have a baby blanket and I still have it. It's the blanket I got from the hospital where I was born. 
and there's three colors on it. The colors are cyan, yellow, and a very saturated pink. So it's just in the stars for me to be pansexual. Pansexuality is so beautiful and representation does matter. I can look up to Dionysus, who had his sex cults and who loves wine. I have Brendan Urie, who, you know, kind of has the same thing. I don't know. I don't know what he does in his spare time. He was a part of Kinky Boots, which was a really good musical. It was a really good musical? No, it is a good musical. And Deadpool, he was a really good comic book character who was brought up in what, 1993 in what, February? From my understanding? And I don't know if there's any more pansexual icons I can look up to. I know there's actors. Miley Cyrus happens to be one of them. And Miley Cyrus is just a total goddess. Miley Cyrus loves being androgynous and very fluid not caring and has even had an affair with Demi Lovato and I hate Disney for pushing Christian standards on all of these people. I love knowing now that all these stars that I watched as a kid, they're going through it, they're, they have their own problems, they're happy because they have money, but they're still really humble. They do so many good things, try to be there for so many people, and I look at the Disney stars that I grew up with and then I look at all these other younger kids who just have the worst personalities. I know I don't know them personally, I've never met them, but I can assume that they're, they really are just doing it for show. They try to control things because they know that they have a following and it's really scary knowing that these young actors are the next generation of stars and they're already getting into bad habits. And knowing that a person with a master's degree says, hey, you're gonna be just fine. If you wanna pursue art, you can. I'm proud of you if you keep pursuing it. And I, they had just gotten their master's degree and then I realized, oh my god, I guess I had an upbringing of people who have always had master's degree and they told me things and I had to explain things to other people and it's why I've been so good at art. If you keep drawing every day and you keep experimenting and you actually develop a style, you already, you're just prepared to share your ideas with the world. I love my sketchbook. I It's my creative outlet. It's what I use to talk when I don't have words. I just express myself. I don't draw people. I don't really draw comics. I just draw what I see and what I picture. And other people, they have their art styles, but I, I don't really like copying things. I know Patreon gives you templates for things and I don't I don't really use it. I can look at it for reference, but in my head I can figure out what works and what doesn't work. 
and there aren't rules and I really do trust the process and I I don't think I've gotten frustrated with the process. I enjoy it and I play music and I listen to podcasts when I have my art projects. But then I saw someone just be so mad at me that I was doing well and that I knew what I was doing. It was very narcissistic of them. And I know that I can get jealous of other artists and then we talk about, hey, we have completely different styles, but if we work together, we can really write a book, we can do illustration, we can do graphic design, we can animate things, and we just have this creative team that just flows and connects so well. And it's really nice knowing that. I know that narcissism is very common in this world. I've met people who have developed a god complex and it's really scary knowing that because I know they're not god. You might see the symbolism in something, you might believe whatever you want, but at the end of the day you're not this holy spirit. I know that Jesus Christ is a cancer and probably born in the summertime. A cancer would die so that queer people can live. If all gay people go to hell, then why did I come back to this lifetime and just stuck in a purgatory? Jesus wanted to spread love. I think Jesus is just one of the coolest people ever and he did what he had to do for humans or whatever else what other life forms we have he had sandals sandals he had to be a little bit fruity jesus <laughs> and i know i have the personality type of main characters and i look at the actors who have this personality trait and I see how they try to stay relevant and try to do all these things. But I know, yeah, I didn't like them in their shows. I preferred these people instead, and that was really nice. So because I know these actors have this personality type, I don't follow them. I just look at the people who still create change. It's very nice to see that someone like me can work hard enough to help others. I think this year we've had the most representation in LGBTQ history in politics and it's so nice. Conservative media does get to me sometimes and it's frustrating but I know that it, it'll just go away soon. If I feel like the main character though, and I'm not used to being the main character, I'm gonna feel like an imposter. And I do feel like an imposter sometimes. I disassociate, I see myself in this different perspective. I guess that can be called a out of body experience. And it's very common for people who experience death. Or, you know, yeah, I guess it is death. Um, I've had a heart failure before. So, yeah, it's kind of hard saying that when I've just rejected the fact that I've 
came back, reincarnation, I I really do believe in it because I guess it's the only explanation and it makes sense to me because that's what I've been through. Luna Lovegood is just an amazing character who was brought up in the Harry Potter books. Luna Lovegood was called Looney and just the odd person. And no wonder I fell in love with her at a young age. <laughs> this kid just did so many good things for Harry and brought out the best in Harry because everyone knew Harry Potter became an asshole when he got older and is kind of an abusive father. What else was gonna happen when you're the chosen one? Luna Lovegood, Ivana Lynch, the actress who played her, beat her eating disorder to get the role. And Ivana still tries to advocate that eating disorders are real and that it's very harmful. And she openly says, yeah, I came over it. And she didn't talk about it for the longest time. And I think talking about taboo things makes it feel more real. Someone shot me down and made me feel like, oh, I'm the only one with this problem. And it was rough knowing that I care about this person and that they might be listening to this and they might go off and tell 50 people about what they've heard. I don't know. I'm not gonna predict what they're gonna do. Why should I even bother? They're a wild card. And because Luna Lovegood does so many good things in her life, I know that she ends up marrying the grandson of somebody even cooler. She marries Newt Scamander's grandson and they have a very happy and really functional relationship. Knowing that she has that is great. Harry Potter though just becomes a really bad person and his wife became a star and did so many good things and is now kind of at a desk job when you think about it. And his wife might like it, but you never know. Knowing that I have goals and that I have dreams, knowing that I can accomplish them is really comforting. It helps me get out of my depressive episodes like the one I had earlier today. And because I romanticize so many things, I have to watch out on who can take away those dreams and who tries to knock your head down. Because there's an industry for this and it's kind of just a hierarchy system, it's really odd seeing it apply in your real life. Life imitates art and growing up when you're only taught about male painters who just abused women, super misogynistic, and just abuse their power, yeah, I'm gonna end up really queer and passionate about Frida Kahlo, okay? 
I'm in love with her. What can I say? And her house still exists. And one day, I really do want to visit it. Going off the book, going off the wall is something really exciting. I love skateboarding. I learned how to skateboard when I was around eight. I learned how to skateboard before I learned how to ride a bike. And my cousin who happens to be on the autism spectrum taught me how to comfortably ride a bike. It's nice knowing that he was there for me. And the person who taught me how to ride a skateboard, even though they sometimes aren't there for me, I'm very thankful about the things they've taught me. I'm kind of upset about the series of unfortunate events, but I choose not to be angry about it. I can reminisce on them, but I know that they shaped me into the person I am today and that I know better. But when someone openly says, nope, you're the only one allowed to solve this problem, and I know I'm not, why does this cycle keep happening? I'm not really sure. Kind of feels like karma, but I don't know if I deserve that or not. Guilt tripping is something that really scares me. I have to wait things out. I have to do these things so no destruction happens. A fire doesn't start because I feel like I'm holding that glass of water or a fire extinguisher or I'm just stuck and trapped under a fire. The thing of narcissism though is that sometimes people aren't going to make you feel pretty and the only one who's there to make yourself pretty is yourself. There, I said it. Sometimes I think I'm pretty. What about it? Sometimes I look in the mirror, I'm just like, wow, my eyebrows look good today. Wow, I have really nice eyelashes. Oh wow, I have really nice hair. And I love my haircut. Is it wrong for me to love myself? I don't know. You tell me. Or don't. It's up to you, really. Knowing that I feel pretty and knowing that there's songs about things and musicals really open up this world of imagination is just so fun. It's so fun. Knowing that manifestation exists and that non-corporeal beings exist is really interesting. I believe in the world of supernatural. Um, if you watch the show, it's a thing I believe in astrology am I gonna tell you that you should always follow astrology no you never understand the circumstances of some things you don't know why you're stuck in a certain situation the stars can tell you certain things and you can believe in spirits and I do believe in spirits it's in my culture to believe in spirits I love knowing that I believe in spirits and sometimes I can be a vessel for certain spirits, but I know how to protect myself and that's great. And I know that there's good magic and there's dark magic and I just try to do what's best for myself before I can learn and see that someone else needs help. Because it's like when you're crashing in the airplane 
you you really do have to be selfish in that moment you have to know that you have oxygen first before you give someone else oxygen i try to make sure that i have food first before someone tells me you have to eat this this and this because it's good for you well i know that's not good for me and that's going to give me a stomach ulcer so i'm not going to listen to you as much as i used to a lot of people think that the end times are coming and I'm not really sure about that. I don't think 2020 is the end of the world. A lot of people, a lot of scriptures say, oh, it's the end of the world. Sometimes it's propaganda though. Sometimes media pushes out all of these things. So you think a certain way and end up going in a spiral and it, and you get a migraine sometimes it's on purpose so turn off your phone sometimes and just relax take a nap and recharge your energy and that's what sleeping does your brain needs that break and because so many people think that it's the end times a revolution happens in 2016 we had the Black Lives Matter movement and I knew about it and I did talk about it and it was really, really cool. And I did peaceful protesting. And now this year I see that, oh, a lot of people did it for the trend, but trends come and go. But if I'm consistently doing what I believe in and the trend happens to come back, I look ahead of my time, but I'm not ahead of my time. I'm just doing what works for me. But if someone tells me I'm ahead of the time, I guess I'll take it as a compliment. If I'm ahead of my time, I know that it's not going to be televised. During the civil rights movement, the revolution was not going to be televised because there's media control. All of these stories, all of these things, it's just so we can be controlled it's really scary and right now in the political world it's just a weird thing to see that oh we might be headed towards a civil war and i don't want to think about it i don't want to think about going to a civil war i'm just gonna wait it out and see hey if this is a civil war i know what to do i'm gonna be okay and if I have to help people, I'm gonna help people. Yeah, I know when to not be gullible. It's in my nature to try and be nice, but if I see something, I'm gonna shut up and ignore it and walk away. I've seen the eyes of people, the windows of their soul, I guess, their intentions, the cruel intentions of certain people I'm not gonna please them because why should I why should it be my job to please them did did someone tell you that it was my job well they're wrong who told you that did your intrusive thought tell you that your brain's lying anxiety a conspiracy theory about yourself and how to live it's scary. I know, because 
I get anxious too. A lot of people project a lot of things and they try to convince you this and that and I saw someone see it run away and now they're happy. They may not be the most successful right now, but they're happy. They're okay. They made it. They made it. They survived. And I love her for that. I kind of idolize her. I see what she's done wrong. I see what she does right. I know who her friends are and how I don't want to be the way she was. I know better than that. I'm happy that I know better than that. Working hard, productivity, going this crazy cycle of having a nine to five job, it's not for me. I'm a creative person. I know how I work. I know where my schedule is. Hearing white noise is not, it's not fun. The world is so loud. The world screams and I scream too. And I know that if I wait it out, I'm gonna be okay. I just heard my aunt who happens to be a kleptomaniac and who doesn't have a fully developed brain yell at someone and yell at someone else who aren't mentally capable to stand up for what they believe in, the way that they're being controlled. And I know that this person respects me enough to see where I have to be. I might have to end this episode early to check up on things and to make sure that people I care about are okay. I can be empathetic with them, but I think at this point I have to be apathetic. I'm gonna choose the right situation and know that I can't be perfect. And I knew that. If perfect keeps being the word described, oh well, I can't control the way someone writes about me. But hey, I have a pen too and I get to choose what I do. And with that, I am signing off for now. There is an Instagram. It's at Official Breakdowns. There is a YouTube channel. I don't really know what I'm going to do with it, but it exists. It exists. Am I just existing? No. I'm looking and observing and seeing all of these things too. Bye.